0: Let's get in the booth.
1: My first time in a while.
0: Really? Okay. So, do you know about my podcast?
1: Nope.
0: My podcast is called In Their Closet. We talk about how we feel on the inside, how that's displayed on the outside. So it's a double entendre. We talk about like clothes and fashion, but we talk about like all things Houston, movers and shakers.
1: In Their Closet.
0: Is there anything in particular that you want to talk about?
1: No, you could just have your way with me.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right, ready? Yeah.
2: More
3: than just a pretty face. In Their Closet Podcast with Lisa L. Moore.
0: And
4: I'm your host, L. Moore. L's podcast discusses how we feel on the inside
0: versus what is displayed on the outside. These trendsetters challenge you to declutter your mind and alter the way you think.
3: Join the conversation as L speaks with guests about couture careers, fashion, Love and labels.
0: I just want to say you are always so supportive. I remember from the first time when I
4: did that first keynote.
0: My agenda is to make well known of the many talented women that I have been blessed to meet and collect over the years.
4: Out of the box dialogue,
3: sure to leave a mark on your soul. This is In Their Closet Podcast.
0: Welcome to In Their Closet. I'm your host, Elle Moore, and today we're joined by. DJ Chose.
1: Oh look, ain't they DJ Chose over there?
0: DJ Chose was born on February 15th and grew up in a small town outside of Houston called Brookshire, Texas. At the age of eight, he moved to Youngston, Ohio for four years with his stepfather who played a major part of the Northern Phil on his emotional records. In 2015, Chose landed a deal I Think It's a Game Records for his single, Everywhere I Go, which peaked at number 32 on the Urban Billboard charts. This sparked his production and songwriting career, landing a publishing deal with Artist Publishing Group which has led to him doing work as a producer with Akon, Kevin Gates, Trey Songs, and many more. Maneuvering through obstacles in the industry, DJ Chose is now a 10-time platinum recording artist. He has delivered RIAA certified songs for NBA Youngboy, Megan Thee Stallion, Kevin Gates, Fredo Bang, Lil Durk, Kodak Black, and many more. Not only has DJ Chose helped make artist hit songs, he has also been instrumental in building a lot of careers. In 2021, being the biggest year so far DJ Cho's accomplished a goal many songwriters DJ's and producers never experienced he hit his first gold record on his own DJ Cho's Thick was one of the biggest songs of the quarantine during a national pandemic, making his debut in the Hot 100. DJ Chose continues today, focusing on the artist side of his career, expanding his production craft and songwriting. He never misses a day, thanking God for blessing him with the opportunities he's experienced. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome DJ Chose. I some, some sound effects for ya.
2: <laughs> gotcha, We're
0: in the booth, thank you for having me today. This is not my studio, this is a place where you've invited me today, so I appreciate it.
1: For
0: sure. So, I met you at the Texas Smoke Break Festival that we recently had. What'd you think about that?
1: I think it was dope. Yeah. It was a lot of weed. I actually smoke some weed and I don't smoke.
0: Was that your first time?
1: That was my first time in like 10 years.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah, I might have hit a blunt here and there. But that was the first time me actually trying to take down a whole blunt. You try to smoke the whole thing? I tried to.
0: I've never smoked the whole one before.
1: Yeah. I don't wow. really... I've never been high, except like in eighth grade.
0: Oh, okay. So did you get high on Saturday? No. Okay. I got to teach you.
1: Yeah, I got to learn. <laughs>
0: you got to hold your breath and then push it through your nose.
1: That gets you high?
0: That's how you... Do, that's inhaling it. That's taking it from your mouth, goes through your lungs, and then it comes out your nose. If When it goes through your lungs and filters through... There you go. Okay. (laughs) They invited me to the Texas Smoke Break. They invited the right one today. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I was excited to be able to work um, and do that. Now, the Texas Smoke Break was at the same time that we were having... The South by Southwest in mm-hmm. Austin, Texas, which is a huge festival that we have annually. Um, and then we had Chris Brown in concert that weekend, Benefit concert, and there was also the rodeo. So there's a lot going on in Houston right this weekend. Um, you know, are you a part of the different events that we take down here?
1: All of the above, uh-huh. I travel a lot and I'm from I'm always here. I love my home. Yeah. So. It's weird, like, I'd rather be at home than traveling, but shit, at the same time, I gotta get the money.
0: So let's talk about you and your biggest hit during the quarantine, because I remember, because I remember my name, Mm -hmm. Lisa Ashley, and my hairstylist is an Ashley. Her assistant is also an Ashley who does my hair. So when the song comes on, we'd be like, turn it up. That's, Mm -hmm. That's our song. So let's talk about how all that came together.
1: I was in the house bored. And during that time I was in a house with <laughs> with this this beautiful woman and she was getting thick. You feel me? She was like, you know, it's quarantine. Yeah, so, we eating
0: everything. Right.
1: She was getting finer and finer by the day. We was look like you know, we were so bored, so we was eating great food, drinking every night, and it just led to like me getting to a point to where we became free with each other. And one day I was recording and she was like in the living room. So I got real relentless and I was just playing and I started stuttering. And she looked at me <laughs> crazy like, hell that <laughs> nah. I was like, ooh, that's the hit then. Ain't that DJ
3: Chose over there? Mm, look like DJ Chose. What's up, Brie? What's up, Brie? What's up Keith? Hey, Keith? What's up, Lisa? Damn, I want all three. <råös> <totale> Ashley, hey, ooh, Ashley, hey. I get hard when she walk past me. Look at that ass. Cause she thick She made me stutter. Pin her frick. Fuck. I want all over. Yeah, run around the trap right now with a hundred bands on me, I be looking like a brick. Yeah, ring around the rose, i am been with the 40. Play, you gon' feel that stick. Yeah, pull him to the red light, shot walk by. Looking good, shot looking like a lick. Ass to the back like, like a cake like with the ice cream shake Banana split mm. Pull up to the light and I told her Pull over that ass too fat Tell your boyfriend you don't want no more You find your a- with some racks A gentleman mm. Hoping your door mm. Take you to the store mm. Let you buy what you want mm. Yeah I like Nene cause she bad I like Tate, she got that ass I like Nisha she got cash We go out sometimes she fast What's up, Bree? What's up, Bri? What's up, Key? What's up, Lisa? Damn, I want all three. Oh, Ashley. Hey. Ooh, Ashley. Hey. I get hard when she walk past me. Look at that ass. Cause she thick. 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 She made me stutter. Pin up frisk. Thick. Thick. Ooh. Ooh. Fuck. I want a logo. What's up, Shay? What's up, Lynn? What's up, Lynn? I hit it raw, she see me in public like, what's up, friend? She talk too much, but I still hit Cause she a fool on that d d d d d d d d d d d d d d Pop the ass, throw it, kill the pussy, COVID Spread them legs, don't close it, I'm not lame, I never exposure Just had a baby trying to cut the lights out Bitch, fuck them stretch marks, bend it over right now What's up, T? You smash my partner, you can't start a relationship with me Club Godzilla, I can't smash no duck for free. Get their bread, get their hair, then leave with my keys. What's up, Bree? Hold up, bitch. What's up, Keith? Club God. What's up, Lisa? Damn, I want all three. Ooh, Ashley. Hey, ooh, Ashley. Hey, I get hard when she walk past me. Look at that ass. Cause she did. She made me stutter. Ain't no friends. Mm, look like DJ
1: Cho. So I finished the song in like twenty minutes and she played it like she went she she went to the grocery store or something and played it and was like, Oh hell no, nah, that's a hit And after that wow. I just dropped the song the same day and it kind of picked up, yeah.
0: You dropped the song the same day that you made it.
1: Same same day I uploaded it, the next day it was up, and I just started pushing it.
0: Okay, so let's talk about that, because streaming has changed the music industry. Right. So when you uploaded it, like walk me through how this happens, because back in the day, my sister is a rapper, so right. 20-something years ago, you'd have to burn your CD, and then try to find someone to hand it off to, hoping that the record label or executive would listen to your stuff. And, right. then, and then you could possibly get on the radio, maybe if you knew a DJ who could break your song. It's different now.
1: Big difference. So when I dropped it, I kind of like knew I would have to do something different because I'm like one of them people, I feel like every artist in 2022 just loves the artistry. And yeah. Nobody's like diving into the marketing. So personally, on that particular song, I was striving to do something different, like, yo, I've been doing this the same way for so long, I got to try something different. So that same night when it came out, I knew it was on Apple, but it wasn't on Spotify yet. So I was like, damn, I want to see if it streams. So let me just try to see how I can market it. So everybody that was on live, I would jump on a live and everybody would be like, oh, shit, DJ Charles on my live. And I'd be <laughs> like, go to Apple and play my shit real quick and turn it, and they'll put it on, on their live and just start twerking. <laughs> so out of nowhere, you know, people will be in the conversation like, oh, this shit hard, yes. and they'll go jam it. And I, you know, the first day I think I looked up and it was like a thousand streams. And I was like, oh shit, this bitch got a thousand streams with like no promo, like no real, nobody Marketing. knows the song yet. Yes. So I was like, okay, this shit gonna work. And I kept doing it every day I would, I would just, like straight up punish everybody on live, like play my song, play, <laughs> play my song, play my song. And it just start working.
0: So you can now just upload it to Apple, upload it to Spotify, uploading to the platform.
1: No, the way I uploaded on DistroKid and on DistroKid, you just get to select every store. So
2: oh,
0: okay.
1: I select every store, went to every store, but it just takes a little while to get to every store.
0: OK, every store, meaning like every streaming platform. There you go. Okay, this is new to me. So, if somebody was listening to the podcast today and they have like something that they want to get out there, they Mm -hmm. would get distro kit.
1: Uh, they can get anything. Okay, like we in the world of like distro CD baby, all these different free TuneCore, just free places you can upload your music. You pay like a year subscription.
2: Mm
1: Mhm. It's super cheap, and they only take like five or ten percent of like whatever it is. So. It's like a normal distribution fee.
0: And so that's how the song went crazy during the quarantine.
1: It went crazy because...
0: But that was basically you getting it out there.
1: Yeah, that was like the beginning process. Uh And then after that, that turned into me understanding, yo, this song is like... I think the biggest problem with most artists is they don't allow their songs to get heard. But once you know a significant amount of people have heard your song, Mm -hmm. and if you look at the streams and it kind of relates to that same group, then you know kind of like, oh, this shit will work because this many people heard it and it's translated to this many people. So after that, I moved on to continuing to do that, but going to TikTok.
0: Okay, oh con- my
1: goodness. Continuing to do that and making sure like now I'm getting Instagram stories and posts. Just killing yeah. all my friends and people that claim they were fans. I was just making them actually be fans. Yeah. Like, don't tell me you're a fan if you're not going.
0: Right, promote my music, there play you go. it.
1: Yeah.
0: So let's talk about how you started in all this. You're successful now, but let's go back. Mm-hmm. How did you get in the music industry to begin with?
1: Hmm. I had a cousin who used to pick me up. He was from San Marcus. So he would pick me up and I recorded my first tape with him. We, we snuck, like my mom was in church and his was too, but he was grown, he was like 20 when we was 13. So he was like, he was living his life yeah. had yes. foreign cars, swangers, all kind of shit He was balling <laughs> So one day he was just like Yo, I'm gonna take you out to the studio And he would wow everybody Because we was kids and we could rap I was yeah. probably like 11 And he was like, he already could rap So he was just showing us off Like yo, my little cousin can rap better than all y'all And we will rap And they'll love us So he kind of introduced me to CDs Taught me how to like burn the CD, shit I didn't know. Yeah. And then as far as me actually getting serious with music, that happened when I entered college. I had this song called Pop That. That was all over the radio and it kind of blew up in PV. So.
0: Were you playing it around school, campus, like?
1: Yeah, yeah. See, college is what gave me. The confidence. Yeah, like college made me believe. From 13 to college, I was trash, but I was consistent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you feel me? And it's this right here for
5: it's young. the young procrastination, man. Really trying to get it in. Know what they gotta do. Day to day. Hustling. Yeah. <sighs>
6: Chill.
5: Hear me. These niggas fell off when we came up. We made it out the hood so they blame us. Them niggas get the snitching and they name us. Been around the world, they treat me like a stranger. I swear these niggas think I owe them something. Like a couple years ago I probably sold them some. See me getting it in and I be folding some. So they come around like, nigga, let me hold some. And they be like, careful, this nigga ain't my careful. That month you sold my daddy the rocks and then he couldn't pay that rent ho. Mama broke, daddy strong, moved in with my grandma. Stole the from my grandpa and hit a lick on the landlord. forgive me, I was trying to make it. You said that you wouldn't leave me. Know where you forsaken, so I walked that straight path trying to see where it would take me. I landed in Ohio trying to get some shit shaking. Youngstown, much love to my stepdaddy one. It take a lot of heart to raise another nigga's son. I seen you cook a brick when I was thirteen, young. You thought that I was sleep, but I was actually trying to learn. I had one eye open. Wishin' and hopin' that I can ride beers like you did before the smoke You watchin' all your mistakes and trying to put them all together 22 and now I'm trying to do better I tell these niggas I'm like purple
6: sprite tip it up, y'all niggas living up Ain't no use in giving up, take it when you give it love Everybody wants your spot, especially when you on that top They be trying to hold you down, let them know you won't be blocked Y'all niggas stick your shoulder pad down Young niggas, stick your shoulder pad down Young niggas, stick your shoulder pad down Do not fall do not let them take you to the ground Hey Norm It's your dad, man I was calling you I on you, I ain't talking to you in a minute He ain't calling my cold kind of shit right now I'm proud of
2: you what you doing? Going to school and your business. You I did miss you. Trying to find me another job. I got laid off my other job.
5: And shit, I'm just tired, man. <laughs> I was telling my mama about you, she like, right. That's my baby. He always had his head on straight. want to do right. he living in the wild. Was doing good. I want you, I'm proud of you. Keep
2: doing what you're doing. Call me, stay in touch with me, man. If
5: you need to call me, do you have to keep doing keep doing? I pray God told me you're going to make it. See that rap gang twisted like these bitches too You got them hits but they ain't tryna sign nobody Look at that dark skin short nigga I swear that he is not a star We gon' take that nigga song and we gon' make it ours Three months later now nah, nigga head duplicate If you got the nerd to say it's better you a stupid bitch We ain't worried no song nigga I can poop that shit But I know that devil on my back so I rebuke that shit They take that shit up north and they like that shit Cause they don't know that you been down south fighting shit. We gon' handle like some men. We ain't on no, no fighting shit. Losing sometimes even win. You remember Titans, bitch? See, I remember typing it, and I remember writing it. And it storms your past too. Right now I'm passing lightning it. Niggas left, I ain't trippin', I'm glad niggas out my dick. Team slam, that's how it is. Now I know who deserve the shit.
6: Purple spice, tip it up, y'all live living up. Ain't no use in giving up. Take it when you the love. Everybody wants your spot. Especially when you on that top. They be trying to hold you down. Let them know you won't be blocked. new thick your shoulder pad down. new thick your shoulder pad down. new thick your shoulder pad down. Do not fall, do not
0: let them... You were consistent with your craft and improving.
1: Yeah. I was buying keyboards, learning studio. That was my... Intern years. Okay, I, was just I love learning. that. The growing years. Right. People skip that these days. But yes. That's how I became a producer. That's how I learned how to shoot a music video. That's how I learned. I learned how to do artwork. I learned how to do everything because in those years, I just couldn't afford shit and I wanted to learn. So I yeah. was just becoming a. I was just like shit. I was a marketer. I was all that shit. And yeah. then when I got to college. That's when I got real guerrilla marketing and guerrilla everything. I just learned how to, shit, I'm finna make sure everybody know I do this shit. Right, yeah.
0: you started promoting yourself more. For sure. And you had improved on your craft. I know, I don't want anyone to hire me for something when I'm still trying to learn it. Mm-hmm. So when I started my business, I asked my friends if I could come and do their closets for free and then they just give me a good review. And What's then I would business? use it, um, it's called In Their Closet. And we started with closets. We do pantries, garages. We do business administration. We do everything organization. Mm. So um, but it started off with closets and then they'd be like, the closet looks amazing. Can you do this room? Can you do so? It just spread. But I went to college for corporate communication. Um, So I'm a professional business organizer.
2: That's what's
0: up. I went to school for journalism, but I don't like to be in front of the camera. I like audio. Gotcha. So this is how I ended up here. But when I started doing closets, I asked my friends, "Can I just do your closet, use the pictures, and then you give me some feedback? You don't want to take on clients until you've put in the
1: work. That's important. We don't live in that world where people think like me. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, that's why I'm glad we're having this conversation yeah. because people will see you one day struggling and the next day they'll think like it was an overnight success. There's a lot of humble beginnings. There's a lot of doing stuff for free. Just building up good relationships with people. Not just networking but building relationships. Taking the time to just learn your craft is important.
1: Yeah. And I think well the biggest issue is like everybody wants to jump right into the money and no one wants to work outside of their field while learning their field. Like Mm. I was a person who I had a gas station job. I was a DJ. I was just doing so much shit
2: mm-hmm. that
1: with music when people would come to my house and um come to get beats. I wouldn't be the person like, "Yo, this going to cost you this much." It was almost like, "Shit, you want to use my beats?" Yeah. <laughs> Please come get one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I always knew like that would help me, but it's crazy cuz based off what you saying like all my partners, the moment they start a business, they got their hand out, like, yo, you gonna support me? And be like, damn, bro, support? Sometimes it is more like, you know, word of mouth. Like, just mm-hmm. let me tell somebody about you because yeah. I'm powerful, yeah. you feel me?
0: The connections that I've built, people trust my word. Mm-hmm. I have people that reach out to me all the time and ask if they can do photography for me. And the best thing that I can do is introduce them to the network of people that I work with. Mm -hmm. Because uh, when you have that kind of support, they'll invite you to step in repeats and then you can do red carpet shows, you can do photography that way. But a lot of those people reach out and they're like, well, this is my feed. Well, let me see your work, let me see your portfolio. Well, I'm just starting out. It doesn't work like that. You you, you you have to be able to give a little and let people see and let them see your work ethic and see that they can trust, you know, you meeting deadlines and all that kind of stuff. But more importantly, just want to be creative and get the work done. That's
1: crazy you say that. Because, like, <laughs> like, I just really wish every... Like, I've put so many niggas on mm-hmm. that never had, like, that, that piece of them... Like, I always every nigga that came around me I'm sorry can I say nigga yeah you can <laughs> every nigga that came around me came in the game getting money mm-hmm. and it'd be crazy because I got one partner he gonna he might hear this but we ran into a situation where he wanted money like me and it was like yo you can't like how do you even think you could even get the kind of money I'm getting like I'm pitting you in the play at this point now if you got your hand out Asking for what I'm getting, you really gonna get your feelings hurt. Like yeah. that's a deal killer for some people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's just amazing how like some people think at the beginning of the road they gonna just eat amazingly. It's just it's sad, but I mean I guess I guess the world. I guess 2022 is, is like spoiling.
0: Yeah, we have Instagram. We have filters with people. You post your best picture and they think that this is life. This right. is this is edit. This is lots of time that has been put in. Hmm. You know, you see the finished product, but you don't see what all went into it. Wow. I know that I believed in myself so that I knew that I could do things for a small price or for free because I knew eventually I was gonna be on. So I always had enough faith in myself to take whatever I needed to use that as a lesson to help me get closer to where I needed to be. Same. Everyone doesn't believe that though. So you had instinctually in you, like I am I see the bigger picture. When you see the bigger picture, you're not focused on today. right? Cause you know what's
1: gonna happen. Um, it's crazy. Like keep in mind, I used to be a DJ too. Around that time I was like, a DJ in college, so I was literally okay. making free mixtapes, handing them out. And then that first year, we had this DJ who was super, super monopolizing PV named DJ Mr. Rogers, the most popular <laughs> DJ in Houston, right? <laughs> so Rogers had PV in the chokehold, and everybody would just feel as if like I remember I got booed the first time I DJ. Like, what? That's how much Rogers had it in the chokehold. Like people would, <laughs> nobody would fucking give me a chance. But I also knew like, yo, this is deeper than this is bigger than what y'all think. Like, I'm not trying to be DJ Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I'm trying to be DJ Chose, and I really want to play y'all my music. Cause after that, once I get y'all to liking that, I don't give a fuck about yeah. being a DJ at this point. So during that time, I finally got a break. I think uh, something happened to where some, some some I don't know. Rogers just got real big, and he just couldn't do much shit, and. I was giving out these mixtapes that was jamming. Like, Mm -hmm. people would be like, they they wouldn't be accepting of me until they meet me. When they met me and I would give them a free CD, I would like, at that time, I I would make I would work at the gas station, put like seven hundred dollars to the side, and burn up seven hundred dollars worth of CDs. Oh
2: my god! Press
1: them up, make them look real dope. Yeah. I knew Rogers could. He was doing it, but he wasn't doing it like that no more because he was in a different realm. Mm. So I would go hit the yard and pass them bitches out and by the end of the day i'll be getting like twitter ads like yo where you at with the cds and i'm like shit i ran out but the cds became like a culture and at that time the only thing that was winning for me is my cds was full of like the new hot music but it was blended with mine so
2: oh.
0: by the time you
1: got the track four you're hearing dj shows
0: okay by
1: the time you hear dj Cho's. If you like it, I'm going to know you really like it because it's next to the good shit. Yeah. And when I get to the party and DJ, I'm going to play my shit. And I start getting in the parties. And niggas was singing the words to my shit, not knowing, (laughs) yo, that's me. So I'm just like kind of bamboozling the game. (laughs) But at the time, nobody could really see the vision until it started working. When it started working, then I had this song called Pop That. That was super dope. It got Mm -hmm. on the radio. But to answer your question, I think everything I've ever done like even with songwriting, niggas would be like, "Yo, why you giving your song away? That's a hit. Like, why you get that to him?" And it would just be more like, "Yo, I see something bigger. Yeah, you feel me? I know what I'm. I'm kind of trying to be some greater. Like, I know I can write my own shit.
2: Mm-hmm. I know I can
1: write something for somebody else. Why would I be selfish? Why would I try to help ten people? Right. Do it instead of like slowing my 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 demand down by only doing it by myself. So. Um, I think it's very important, like people who can't, who can't like, see past today and can't look into the future, um, they never really gonna take the right path.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have a birthday song, that's one of the ones I was jamming for my birthday in January, you talk about Aquarius, you talk about all the different signs, like is that something that is a part of your character assessment of people?
1: Yeah, not really, like, I don't know the real information.
2: Yeah. Mm, look like DJ chose. Hey, it's my birthday.
1: <laughs> hey, is it your birthday?
3: Oh, you look 22, and your birthday suit. You look like fool, ass in a bag. Look at how it moves, If you throw it back, I know what to do. She must be a sad. Got a lot of ass. You must be a Leo. My little loyal ass free You must be a count Check it like a downtown You must be a Gemini who
4: ain't got no mouth.
3: Fucking birthday. Hey, kill 'em hoes, do em in the worst way. Head down, yeah, you gon' have to work today. It's your it's your it's your fucking birthday. Buss it, buss it, buss it, buss it. You must be a leave. And she got that water, water, she must be a keeper. Aquarius got two sides, she must be a zebra. She ain't got no egg, right? But you know I'ma teach her. She okay. okay, said she the pussy fairy. She must be a Aries. Just like cherry, and she thinks berry Oh, I think she like me. She must be a Pisces. Gotta have her own money, cause I neck ice. she a Capricorn, a Capricorn. She might be a Virgo, cause she ain't no broke hope Yeah. I think she a tourist. Oh, she a tourist. Child got that watch. Honduras Oh, You look 22 and your birthday soon. You look like fool, ass in a bag. Look at how it moves if you throw a bag. I know what to do. She must be a sad, got a lot of ass. You must be a Leo, my little loyal ass, freako. You must be a count, check it like a down. You must be a Gemini. who ain't got no man. Fucking birthday, Hey, kill them hoes, do them in the worst way Head down, yeah, you gon' have to work today It's your, it's your, it's your fucking birthday Yeah, what you turn? I just turn rich hey, Age ain't a number, I can ice your whole wrist If I shoot my shot, baby, I ain't finna miss If I hold it down, baby, tell me, would you switch? Cause I need something solid, solid. tell me, can you rap? Treat me like Atlanta back room, up in Follies Thought he had that good head, I put up through college Shawty had a good head, I call her for knowledge Bust it, bust it, bust it, bust it You must be a leaper, And she got that water, water She must be a keeper Ain't Scorpio got two sides She a rider and a eater But if you don't keep it, Lord She the leecher, nice to meet you Birthday oh, You look 22 And your birthday suit You look like fools Ass in a bag Look at how it moves Damn, I know what to do. She must be a sad. Got a lot of ass. You must be a Leo. My little loyal ass freako. you must be a count. Check it like a down. You must be a Gemini who ain't got no mouth. Happy fucking birthday. Hey, kill them hoes, do him in the worst way. Head down, yeah, you gon' have the to work today. It's your, it's your it's your fucking birthday. Ain't that DJ Chums over there?
0: Looks
1: like d j Cho but if I meet somebody within that realm, if I've had like enough encounters to kind of give it a true assessment,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's usually almost closely accurate.
0: Do you do manifestations or affirmations, do you
1: vision boards? Uh, I write things down a lot. With Scripting. My, uh, I would say I manifested my life, so I would
0: say that. <laughs> there you go. So, so how'd you manifest your life?
1: Uh, I saw it, and as I saw it, I like begin to focus on that picture. Yeah, I I begin to pursue it. Like, okay, some people they you know some people can see some shit mm-hmm. and won't go after it. Yeah, you feel me? I was one of the people who saw it. And I felt like I could have it.
0: So daily I affirm because sometimes I, I see the big picture, but like I get I get discouraged. So I affirm I am confident. I am I just remind myself of who I am and why I can accomplish the big picture. I asked you about Aquarius because you're I'm Aquarius. You're also an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. But Aquarius has this kind of leadership and th- that comes with a certain kind of confidence where you can work with a team or you can work individually. And that's a part of not fearing helping others. Right. It's also knowing, I have enough trust in myself that what I'm doing by helping you is not gonna hurt me. If anything, it's going to help me. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're people that like to help others. Right. So when you're a person like that and you're a giver, you also have to be careful of people because they can take.
1: That's what I'm learning. Yeah. Like, my mindset now, when it comes to a team, like, I used to be that person that was willing to go to the team, but now I understand, like, with a team, you the, the type of players you need, they, like, one every five years. Like, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of them people where if we playing five on five and you give me five niggas who lazy and ain't going to hustle. I don't care if we win. If they not going to hustle, mm-hmm. then let me play by myself. Y'all right. niggas can go sit down. Right. You feel me? And all the way through this whole process, I've just ran into a lot of lazy niggas. Yeah. And now I'm learning like, yo, I'd rather have the world on my back and know it Yeah. than to have like the world on my back with five niggas by me and think they finna actually fight too. And they don't like. I every time I'm in a weird situation, God always reminds me that. Like, I got jumped one time and I had like seven niggas with me. When <laughs> I tell you I got beat the fuck up, oh and God. seven niggas was like, "No, no, y'all stop!" And I was like, "What? <laughs> stop! It's seven niggas with me, and it's seven of them." <laughs> but after that, I learned like, "Yo, I'd rather be by myself. I'm gonna get my ass whooped." Like, I, but when I know what to say when I'm by myself. If yeah. I'm by myself and it's seven of y'all, I'ma shut the fuck up. Right. But it's seven of y'all and seven of us. I'm gonna feel like y'all right. niggas got me and y'all it's don't. It's us against them. Come on. <laughs> but in like business, it's the same way. Like you'll be done did a venture with somebody, and since it's two of y'all, you'll think, oh, this person gonna hold a weight. Right. And then you gotta find out the hard way. Hey, this person don't want to invest nothing. Mm-hmm. You might have spent. $2,000 last month Yourself And you ask this person For 500 And they like Yo um, Next month I'm a, I'll am have 250 You like what? Right So I'm just realizing Like yo Everybody don't believe The same way And until you find That person that has I love people who have Like they've got A damn near Overly want it More than me Yeah Cause You can see I want it Like I'm gonna show you Every day But when I meet somebody Who overly wants it It's like okay like I'm, I ran into this one person, she was an intern. She was just like, yo, can I please, it don't matter. I do it for nothing. Like, I just want to be your intern. I need these credentials. Mm-hmm. I want to work for you. I know where you're going. And I let her work for me, but I'm one of them people where I just believe in doing shit a lot by myself. But this girl was on my ass so hard. She was just hitting me out of nowhere. What we doing? What we doing? And two days ago, about what we doing? I'm still waiting all right, fuck it, I'm finna just do this for you. And I was like, oh shit, this shit kinda <laughs> dope. Like, girl, I'm kinda immune to people like you cause I believe in doing shit on my own cause I don't like to expect much, but I mean, it is some of those people, they just real rare.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> when I was in communication school, uh, we had a class, it was called storytelling, and we mm-hmm. had to pick a fable and we had to tell it as a story. The story that I chose was the mother hen story. It was about her asking everyone in the house, who's going to help me go plant the seeds? Who's going to help me water? Who's going to help me pluck the Mm weeds? It came down to who's going to help me eat? Because at this point she's baked the wheat and she's made it into bread. Mm -hmm. When you get the bread, everybody wants to eat the bread. Everybody Mm -hmm. wants to spin the dough. Everybody doesn't want to plant the seeds. They don't want to water the seeds. They don't want to get out there and do the work. They just want to help you with the meal. It's one of my favorite fables, but it's something that I always remember. Mm -hmm. I don't mind doing the work, but I have to be careful about everyone who comes to eat. Everybody can't sit at the table and eat with me.
1: That's crazy. That's like me and my... I got this dude who's been with me for like... Literally since like For like 10 years now And When I was a DJ He used to come like Pack my stuff Like whatever Whatever I needed mm-hmm. And you know He would he would do what he could Cause he, he always had a job too But when he could It would be like If I needed it He was one call away So now When my shit blew Me and my intermediate Like he was always there Even mm-hmm. when I had a manager And mm-hmm. I kinda sunned him Not in the, not like son But I kinda like Always gave his job away. Okay. Because mentally you think I need this more qualified yeah. person. Like you always think it's like fucking Drake's manager reaching mm-hmm. out to me. I would naturally back then be like, oh, this Drake manager, I might need them. Mm-hmm. When realistically, it's like, nah, my nigga is soon to be someone like Drake Manager if I just put him in position because right. he's been down for this long. Right. So when my shit took off, me and someone else got into it hard about this our, our the money situation and my bro was like yo I've been here this long I know you spending more money than you making currently on this song so fuck it let's just lock in at this and let's do this and when I tell you every since then we've been like really eating it's like
2: mm. I
1: almost feel like sometimes God won't feed you until you shit clean the kitchen
0: yeah (laughs) that's true so there was a controversial statement a couple weeks ago it was kim kardashian and she was saying how you know people need to work find a find people who like to work and who want to work with you and who are happy to come to work a lot of people misunderstood that message so i want to kind of clear it up from my perception kim was saying kind of like similar to what you were saying you want to work with people who are hungry and who also want to eat and work just as hard and match your momentum and have the same type of work ethic what you'll learn in this industry no matter what type of industry you're in is that You can go hard for something and you can have, you know, your girls with you because you love them, but that's not their passion. They don't Mm -hmm. have that same kind of drive. So just being able to have people around you who believe in your craft, who believe in your passion, who've been there from the beginning and who want to see you go that in itself is also a blessing.
1: For sure, I think it was the right message, like wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> I think I seen a clip of it and everybody just looking like, you rich, you've right. forever. <laughs> but to me and you, we could understand it and I truly believe it because you got people who've been down with you forever that ain't gonna wanna work. And
2: yeah.
1: it's unfortunate because those are the people you would rather feed. But fuck it, I, yeah. I don't have that in me no more. Like
0: Me either, it took a while. You know, it took a while for me to get there, but I can't be mad at my friends or family because they don't want to do what I'm doing or have the same hustle. They don't get up at six in the morning and go sit and get makeup done for a photo shoot.
2: Yeah,
0: I I get it. Like there's other things that they can do, but that's what I want to do. So, yeah, that comes with me, like saying, if this is what you want, you see the big picture. Like this is a part of the journey.
1: You're going to fuckery. How many people have offered you something to do like
0: yeah it's really rare it's
1: really rare <laughs> i got partners that they watching me eat I've, I've i've gave everyone a shot now i don't care but i think about it sometime and i'm like hey when the last time one of them caught me about a real estate deal or something that just anything like and it's non-existent which means fuck it at this point um y'all gotta y'all gotta watch me ride yeah. The biggest bins that they make. You feel me? You just gotta <laughs> you gotta look at me now because I ain't I'm not gonna uh break bread no more.
0: That's when it that's when it's time to level up. I mean when you're the smartest person in the room, it's time to find some new people so that you can learn from them. For sure. So, I mean, life has a way of letting us know it's time to graduate and go to the next level.
1: That's how I feel too though. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you've worked with Megan the Stallion. I saw Trey Songs. How did you get those relationships?
1: Uh, Megan, I met her when I was in PV. Okay. I think I pulled her at a party, <laughs> shot my shot. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually pulled her. But I didn't know I pulled her. Like, I think that was like two years before I actually re met her. Ooh,
3: Ashley, hey. hey, I get hard when she. Pass me. Cause she thick. thick She made me stutter. Can her friends, I want all of I like legs cause she bad. I like Lauren. I like jazz. Shawty sneaky. Thought she was slim. Till I seen her from the back. She got th 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 be th She got way Made him my
1: <laughs> DJ Cho's over there. Mm, look like DJ Cho's. So I remade her because I think when I shot my shot, Megan was always taller than me and I yeah. like tall girls. So I must have said something crazy. <laughs> she she kind of might have bit, but not like she, from what I remember of that night, she didn't like bite. She kind of just like laughed and was like, I think I was supposed to call her, and I never did. <laughs> but she would not worry either, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. She was bad.
0: She's a baddie. Yeah,
1: so I think like two years later or a year later, we was like, a mutual friend was like, I want to get you in the studio with this girl before she go crazy. And, you know, at the time, she was trying to work with people, but they was, everybody was just trying to fuck her. Mm-hmm. So when I finally got in the studio with her, you know, it was already known, like, yo, everybody been trying to fuck on me. This shit lame. Mm-hmm. So when I got in the studio, I'm like, shit, I definitely know how to do business without, yeah. you know, my penis. So somehow we all in the lab, me, her mom, and the dude. And we um we get to, we get to working on the song, and by the end of the thing, I'm like, all right, bet, just give me your number so we can lock in. Da-da-da. I start sending you beats. And I lock her in, and she like. I, I put her nub in, I'm like, what the fuck? Oh my god. And she like, dumbass, you act like you don't remember me. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, how we mean She was like, we was at a party that oh night. Oh
2: my god.
5: And you
1: told me I look like a stallion. I was like, oh lord. So it, it's just crazy how fast like move. But I, I think I knew I was out of my league. That's why I never Wait tried.
0: a minute. Did DJ Cho's name Megan the Stallion? I
1: don't think I named this. She was already a tall one. <laughs>
0: That's crazy. I love that you said that you can work with people professionally cuz that's what I've had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um I've had a lot of work come my way because of men and they've been very professional, thank goodness. Guys have been like, I got somebody who you can interview. I got someone, you know, for you to come on my red carpet. I'd like for you to get you for this, that the other. But it's really nice when you work with someone just as a professional, not as like a pretty face. There are people talking right now in the music industry about not being able to get their tracks because the guy tried to holler at him in the studio and now the yeah. tracks are on hold?
1: Nah, it's, music is dangerous. Um, I think you just gotta be a real player. Like yeah. if you're a real player, none of that shit, you can never lead with your dick. Right? Yeah. Me personally, of course I done fucked some artists. Like I done fucked some <laughs> bad bitches, you feel me? Yeah. But, <laughs> That was always <laughs> off of like me just doing good business. Like, a, a a real woman is gonna recognize a real man. So yeah, you ain't gotta be like, hey, like I feel like the lamest shit to ever do is be like, I I can't do this for you unless you fuck me. Right. I feel like at some point, one of my like I know niggas that work like that, but one of the things I always did from the jump was, hey, this how much this costs. Yeah. And. This is how much you're going to pay for it. You feel me? And after that, if we... Like, I try to lay all the business. If you get the liking me, then you get the liking me. Yeah. But at some point, you just got to lay... I feel like everybody should know what they want in return. So, like, in my case with Megan, of course, I didn't charge her for nothing. But I also knew, like, I want success. And yeah. I see the vision. So, that's why we always kept the business, too. Because I felt like I knew. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It wasn't like I was just working with no chick who couldn't rap because I want the fuck. Like that would be lame of me. But I always knew she was talented, she was gonna win. So I'm like, shit. Do I wanna win too? Hell yeah. Let's get it.
0: I was listening to you and you always be talking about freaky shits.
1: I am really (laughs) I'm a No, I'm (laughs) Aquarius. Okay. Now I'm Aquarius, you know Kevin Gates is Aquarius. I did not know that. Yeah, he he's like I feel like when I listen to my music, he one of the people that I kinda like in some uh, form of my career,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I kind of got confidence from him. Okay. And it's weird. All my life, you you hear people like, you're not a star. You're not a star. You're too quiet. But then the moment I got around Kevin Gates, it was like... And and I'm going to tell you, he do this... Like, he, he gives everybody the same energy. Mm-hmm. But when I got around Gates, it was like... It was this newfound... It was like stardom. You know, you just kind of know. Like, sometimes yeah. I walk in the airport and people... People just see me and they just want a picture and they be like, "Yeah, I did all the work, but, but I think he molded me into like understanding how to keep calm in a sense." Okay. His energy definitely is, some that, if you get around, you gonna kind of like understand like, like if you if you hear him some of the shit that lame niggas say, you know, you get a different view to it and don't get it twisted like Gates my partner but he got his times where he just wild. you feel me I tell him that to his face he know it yeah but
0: he's an Aquarius <laughs> yeah when you catch him
1: when he like on when, when his mind right and he focused yeah it's, it's it's a good energy to be around for sure
0: and that helped bring out that side of you
1: yeah it just taught me cause you know you, you grow up and you watching all these people crash out mm-hmm. but you get around somebody who like he uh, you know at a time when everybody was ready to or claiming to be this or claiming to be that, he would be the person that would be like, Nah, chose, you ain't gotta be like that to be successful. Like you can you can be like this, you could be yourself and we in a world where don't nobody wanna be they self. Like I feel like these kids, like if you listen to every girl, they sound like each other. Feel me, like, they sound like the three girls that run the rap game. But when you get around Gates, at some point, he would be in the studio and he'd be like, Yo, make me some like I know you want to make me something like this but make me something like that I ain't never heard and just be yourself because the reason why you here is cuz you you. Yeah. And that kind of taught me like that's what's going to make me me. Yeah. Not really me being like any of these other artists just mm-hmm. being fucking me at the the best I can be me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So when you're producing beats, do you, are you using like instruments or using the beat machine, do you play piano like what?
1: Of course like Beat machines and pianos. I use this thing called FL, mm-hmm. but I'm learning guitar right now because I do like another genre on the side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's the other genre? Uh, country. Country. Yeah. You know what? Candy from.
1: Yep. What is it, escape?
0: Escape. Candy yeah. from Escape did country. She said it was very successful.
1: Uh yeah, I got a song that did like 15 million streams. Oh
0: my gosh. Made me like 100k
1: last year. She wow. crazy
0: so is houston always going to be home do you have aspirations to move to la or new york atlanta
1: nah um i love houston i'm just telling somebody that. i was like houston is like home and it's not really houston it's more like i love that houston is connected to the places i love like i love the outskirts
0: yeah because you're brookshire texas
1: yeah i love land
0: oh that's far
1: Shit. <laughs> that's
0: definitely land it's like
1: 40 minutes from Houston.
0: I grew up in central Texas and I couldn't wait to move to the city we came back when I was in high school we came back to Houston and I moved downtown last year I'm such a city girl Yeah, nah. do you catch like the light bulbs remember the, the little I used to do that <laughs> I knew you did yeah. you were a brick you had to. Yeah, so, my grandfather lived in Berkshire. Whenever we went out there, we'd have like jars and we'd catch the lightning bugs.
1: Mm, that's crazy. Yeah, Now nah, we used to do that. Um, I love the country.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you must really love it since you have an opportunity to be in the city and you choose out there.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm going to raise my kids. Yeah. yeah.
0: I want to pivot to Akon. Mm-hmm. I was listening to some of your music when I was coming in. How did that come about?
1: That was like early in my career Mm -hmm. and um, I don't know, I think I was just doing some songwriting for him and he actually was like, you know what? I don't just want him to email it. I want to get in this session with him. So we actually did a session and when we did the session, he came in, but the thing I loved about Akon is he one of them other people that kind of make you feel like just be yourself, you Mm -hmm. feel me? And at a time when you don't know how to be anything, Somebody come around and say, "Hey, young nigga, I like your energy. Be be that times 100. So he kind of just that told me, you know, gave me some investment ideas and shit like that. Like yeah. I, I just fuck with niggas who got some knowledge for me. Like, yes. That's what kind of person I am?
0: Yes. So what was your big break?
1: Uh, my big break was NBA Young Boy, No Smoke. That was my first ever hit, and that song went like three, four times platinum. So how
0: did that
1: come about uh that was an email literally i sent the email and i was like oh my gosh this is it and i thought he was bullshitting because he had it for like six months (laughs) and he dropped it when he dropped it like nba Youngboy was nobody at the time he's like a young nigga that's just trying to be somebody so
4: Cause all the ops funny Put that on guard, man, these niggas don't want no smoke No smoke, no smoke, you niggas don't want it I can't go, won't go, won't leave my mama lonely. No smoke, no smoke, but we dab about that money No smoke, no smoke, you niggas don't want it I heard these niggas want smoke. smoke, they better pull up with a honey, a honey. Yeah, we want all the smoke, yeah. I walk around yeah. with them Draco, protect me, you ain't You know what to do if you ever want. want niggas, stop all that talking, you, you know, know, know I'm man. Come and pull up on me. I hope you don't flat. you boy, know that I'm talking. My, my bro, my bro. That nigga on my, my own. Homie. Count money, fuck hoes. Hole. Make sure you get money. get money. We laugh, we joke. Cause yeah. all the ops fame. Put that on God, man. Yeah. These niggas don't want, no don't want no smoke. No smoke, no smoke. No smoke. No smoke. Tripping you here with the glitches. Ain't no hesitating, we bring it to you bitches. Four of the Glock to the stand. These niggas talking, I ain't here Nigga better, money, bitch. going not get it too if you get in it. Forever posted in the trenches. Swear that we forever spinning. These niggas talking like they with it. When I catch you, you gon' get it. My bro, my bro. That nigga on my own. Count mine and fuck hoes. Make sure you get money. We, laugh, we talk. Cause I love, we told. Cause all No smoke, no smoke, you niggas don't want it. I can't go, won't go, Won't leave my mama lonely. No smoke, no smoke, but we die about that money. No smoke, no smoke, you niggas don't want it.
1: When you look up and now he's like Drake of the kids, it's like yeah. crazy. And I had his first hit, so.
0: That's crazy. Life changing. How's that make you feel?
1: I feel like I produced for the Tupac of our era, yeah. He is the Tupac of our era. I, I you know, I ain't gonna cat like he, yeah. he got this bitch in control.
0: Yeah. I was watching Kanye on Netflix Genius and mm-hmm. he pretty much had the ability to document his career from the beginning. One day we're gonna need your documentary. Uh,
1: I got a lot of shit. Okay. Just not like all of that shit that I had was on this computer that got um mm-hmm. it got stolen outside of the House of Blues about six years ago. If anybody got it, man, bro, I pay you off on my computer back, bro, for real, for real. <laughs> but at the end of the day, um, other than that though, I got like some gaps and spaces, mm-hmm. but I wish I did. Like mm-hmm. even the videos of me and my mom before she passed, like all of that shit would have made me feel better if I could look at them, but somebody definitely robbed me.
0: The way that Kanye's career, cause he started off as a music producer, but he always knew that he wanted to be an artist mm-hmm. and, he saw the big picture. I mean, he's got shoes and clothes and everything. Where is your career going? Like, where are we going to see you in 10 years from now?
1: I think I'm just a businessman. Um, of course, the next step is product because I feel like I've successfully mm-hmm. sold the hardest thing to sell on Earth. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't even understand a stream is point zero 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 four some shit. Wow. Which means it's not even a penny. Imagine walking around selling something that you had to sell 100 times before you make a penny.
0: Uh Uh-uh, I can't imagine that. You can't.
1: Now imagine saying, okay, I did that, and I did that enough to make, to be a multimillionaire. Now let's put something in my hands
2: that's
1: worth $20 off top, you know what I'm saying? Like That's how Kanye got rich. Like People think music made Kanye rich. Kanye's in so many deals that Mm -hmm. where it's kind of almost impossible to be musically rich for him. And he doesn't stream enough either to be. I mean, he does stream good. Yeah. But that's not billionaire yeah. money. You feel yeah. me? Billionaire money comes from these products and these other plays and these other deals and these investments. And that's kind of like all oh, the shit I'm wrapped into now. Like, I used to have this middle ground. I was like, I'm going to do music all day. I'm going to do music all day. I'm going to fuck with bitches. I'm going to do music all day. Now mm-hmm. my whole mindset is, I'm going to do music. I got to continue doing what got me here. But other than that, I'm only interested in like, I'd be on like investment sites every night. Yeah. I'd be like understanding, like I'd be looking at top analysts and what they investing <laughs> on. My TV stay on CNN now. I watch these stocks. <laughs> and I'm also looking for a product of my own, a call my own that I feel like would sell, because us black people, people think like, ah, oh, black people don't support black people. It's not the case. We just got to sell something dope right. that people would already buy. Right. You feel me? Like, if, if you knew you needed a fucking iPhone case, and somebody black had these super dope iPhone cases, and it didn't make you feel no different than the white people's iPhone cases. Yeah. You would definitely support the black person. Yeah. So I'm at a point in my career where I'm just trying to make sure I got that necessity that also is at the quality of my peers instead of me. Like, I almost feel like a lot of products that our partners do, it'd be like, it's almost like you asking me to give you some free money. And if your <laughs> right. shit was at the quality I needed to be, right? you would have my money already. <laughs> right. So... That's kind of where I'm at with it.
0: Okay. Before we go, contracts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you have, is there anything that you can tell someone who's interested in signing with a record label, what they should do, what to look for, or if they should not even consider signing and doing this on their own?
1: Well, 2022, for the amount of work that you're gonna have to do for a record label to look at you, by the time you hit that point to where they want in on your career, Mm-hmm you can make that choice yourself, Mm -hmm. which means you probably could survive without them. Mm -hmm. And also you could probably use some help if you broke. So if it was broke me, I would definitely do a deal, just so I can use all their money. But if it's me now, my next hit, I'm not signing with nobody because all record labels will slow you down. Let me Mm -hmm. be honest with you, like niggas, just hold up every process that you need like I remember when I got thick I don't want to disrespect anybody but I remember niggas telling me don't put out another song like yo let's just wait I'm like bro TikTok <laughs> is in the place I want it to be it's blowing records up let's put out 10 more songs today <laughs> like I could have literally single handedly had like in in music all you need is about 3 songs mm-hmm. at a vital time to where you look consistent and when you do that you kind of like gain this portion of people with memory in that time. Like when I say that, I mean like you remember Escape. Yes. But it's people that don't give a fuck about Escape. Yeah. But all they needed was that song. Yeah. Like if you had twenty year olds in nineteen ninety nine that loved you, then you live with those people, mm-hmm. and that alone makes you important to somebody and those are the people that are going to support you so for me I would have been the person who had these 2021 babies on lock if I would just had like three of them where you just you couldn't forget me you feel me but I don't think everybody see the bigger picture but I would say this when you find a sweet spot you don't wait you just fucking you exploit it you just it's like a bad it's like a bad Girl, who has some good like, you're not gonna hit it once and be like, all right, I'm gonna come back tomorrow. Like, nah, you need to get, you need to go ten rounds until she oh love you. God. You feel me? You gotta, Is that how it works? I mean, it, <laughs> mentally for me now, <laughs> I ain't leaving that on the table. If I can leave with your heart, I'm trying to. You feel <laughs> <what laughs> me? <mean>? So,
0: <laughs> I don't know about an Aquarius man with your heart, though, ladies.
1: <laughs> hey man.
0: <laughs> but um, I feel like Aquarius are the best.
1: Yeah, nah no, we are.
0: So where can the people find you?
1: At DJ Chose on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Pretty much every other platform, at DJ Chose. And DJChose.com, my website.
0: So Chose is a name that we use in my family. My son's basketball team, it was called the Chosen Ones. Mm -hmm. We call my son Chosen. My son named his son Chosen.
1: Your son got a son?
0: Yeah, I'm a grandmother. (laughs) I wanted to tell you this on the podcast. <laughs> wow. So we call my grandson, we call Chosen, we call him Chose. Where did DJ Chose come from? Where'd that name come from?
3: Ain't that DJ Chose over there? Mm, look like DJ Chose.
1: Uh, so my mom used to always hate that I wanted to rap because she was in church. Uh huh. So <laughs> as I started to rap, I would always say that I feel like God chose me, cause I always had a level head. Like I never was like the rapper who wanted to rap about killing and robbing and Mm -hmm. shit. I always knew when I got in the game, it would be like putting medicine inside of candy. Cause I'm gonna come one way. And then when the time comes, I'm gonna start making music that kind of feel like I damn near want to inspire the next generation instead of just being a nigga who making music that's pointless. So. I feel like God. I'm here to do a job, and okay. I'm the chosen
0: one. You feel like you're the chosen one. Yeah. Well, well, that's a great name in my family. So thank you, chose.
1: Well, thank you. I
0: appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks you guys for listening to In Their Closets. Hey.